0: Only one more hour and then I can go home. Just, just forget the day and go home. Only one more form to fill in. One more tick box to tick. Another window to stare out of. (laughs) Does the job you do make you less productive? Should we enjoy what we do? Should we feel somehow fulfilled? This is a great chat with a seasoned executive recruiter turned career coach and podcast host uh, Courtney Austin-Page. Now, we talk about crap jobs. We talk about picking the right job for you and your personality. Uh, We talk about planning and whether planning a career is a good idea or not. Should we just kind of like go with the flow? Uh, All of this kind of helps with our personal and professional productivity. So make sure you check out all the links in the show notes. Give them a quick tap at subscribe to the pod. Let's get to it. Hi, Courtney. Hi, John. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing a really interesting job. So I like my job because I think lots of people hate their jobs. Do you think that?
1: I do think that. I do. And it's sad.
0: (laughs) It is. It is. Um, It really is. And I think I think we could all be a little bit more productive if we kind of enjoyed what we were doing and we're going to kind of try and explore that a little bit. Um, So I think without further ado, um, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to tell everybody who you are and what you do starting about now.
1: Oh my gosh, the music and everything. Okay, so my name is Courtney Page. I am a career and executive coach. I also have my own podcast called Resume, where we talk to people from all over the place in all different careers about how they found happiness in their career, and that is what I do in my coaching business as well. So if you're upset with your career or unhappy and you want to be happy in your career, that's what I help you discover.
0: Wow, good. (laughs) That was that was like exactly thirty seconds. You've been practicing that. That was really good, though.
1: I, you know, some people are born for it. They (laughs) are born born for
0: pressure. You've got like a built-in timer in your head or something. (laughs) Um, So, so if I had to ask you, what percentage of people had rubbish jobs? (laughs) What would you say? What ninety-nine percent? I mean, where are we at?
1: I think, you know, um, I was reading a recent Gallup poll from, I think it was from 2022, not the mm. 2023 one, but um, it was something like, like 60% of people are unhappy and, or or apathetic, you know, just yeah. having, you know, yeah. And, and I think it was like 19% are absolutely miserable. Um, and, and I could be getting these numbers like slightly off, but I think- it was in the 30s somewhere that they were just completely disengaged, and that was just in the U.S. So, yeah, <laughs> um, you know, so I think it's it's not great. It's not it's not great. Yeah,
0: it's it's not good at all. Virtually, I reckon almost anybody I talk to at the moment, you can kind of tell they don't really enjoy what they're doing. I, I talk to folks like you know those vocational jumps, I suppose, like teaching and nursing and doctors i suppose lawyers that sort of thing and mm-hmm. they seem to enjoy their jobs more than i suppose what we would call information workers i suppose or retail workers and that sort of thing would you would you agree mm-hmm. um
1: yes and no i think it depends Completely on the person. So it's funny you say lawyer. So I'm married to a lawyer. And, <laughs> do they, do they and, like um, their job? Do, do
0: they enjoy their job?
1: He does. He yeah. does like his job, but he is always stressed out. You know. So um, I think it is completely dependent on what on the person. So if you're a doctor and you went through all all the schooling and everything, but you don't enjoy it. Because that's not what sparks your soul. Mm. It's not what leaves you fulfilled. It doesn't matter, you know. It. I don't know if the job title matters as much as what you're um, interested in and what you're excited about. So, while you know, generally, a lot of doctors get into it because they either want to help heal people, mm. or I think a lot of, I think a lot of doctors end up going into you know, and I think this is true of a lot of people, they end up kind of doing what their parents did or, you know, some kind of, you know, iteration of that. Um, And that can kind of either set you up for a lot of success if you're like your parents and you, you know, get the same excitement out of whatever it is, or it can set you up for, you know, a very depressing career if that's not what excites Mm. you. Mm. So I I don't know if it's necessarily the actual job that we could label as you know sure you know a a rubbish job or you know a wonderful job it depends on what you want to do like I would be probably very miserable as a doctor because yeah I that's not what excites me but for someone else they would be
0: yeah do do you think some of it may have may have something to do with, with like, decision-making, being left... So, so, for example, a doctor, a nurse, a lawyer, an accountant, somebody like that, they're making decisions themselves, right? They're not just working off a tick list of, of mm. instructions. Um, they're not being told what to say, told how to think. To, they have to think quickly. Do, do you think for a lot of people that's, that's what gives you kind of like some sort of fulfilment in a job?
1: Yeah, I think so. Hmm. I think having that, you know, agency over yourself in a job is very important. And I again, I think it all goes back to just your personality type. Some people yeah. really enjoy t- t- ticking things off of a list and having that kind of set um, schedule and predictability in their job. And some people are – love to be in control don't want to have somebody tell them what to do and want to be you know fully um at the helm while other people don't want that you know that's too much pressure that's too that's not you know they want to they're they're better at being told what to do and executing so i think again it just comes down to where your skills are and what you
0: enjoy so, so, when we talk about kind of like a job killing our productivity and, and us sitting there just going, oh my God, only one more hour left of the day and then I can go home mm-hmm. and all that stuff. We've sort all of been thing. there. We've all <laughs> been there, yeah. Um, so, so, do you think a lot of this has to do with individual personalities and us not really being matched well with the job which, we wanted, which we're doing?
1: Absolutely. Oh my Mm. gosh. I couldn't have said it better. You know, I think about, you know, Mozart, right? He's Mm. an amazing pianist. If you put him to do, you know, Albert Einstein's job, (laughs) I mean, what would, (laughs) yeah, that's just a mismatch of skills and, you know, vice versa. So I absolutely think it comes down to, you know, personality and just, if you're, you know, my sister is not into, you know, public Speaking or communicate. You know, she's very introverted, whereas I'm, you know, extroverted and I love talking to people. That's one of my favorite things to do. So she probably wouldn't want to come on a podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's fine. That doesn't mean I'm any better or worse than, you know, we are to each other. But um, yeah, I think it it so has to do with just your personality and um, finding the strengths within that personality.
0: Do you think some jobs actually are a bit crap, though?
1: <laughs> um I don't know if I could say yes because I think it all I know you want me to say yes but yeah. I think that it completely depends on the context. So let's just take, you know, a dishwasher and at like a restaurant, right? Yeah. I've worked in a lot of restaurants. So let's just take that and For a lot of people that would be, you know, classified as a crap job. Yeah. But if you are, you know, let's say you just got to whatever country, England or America, and you are really just, you just need a job to Mm. make money and put food on the table and to support your family. Maybe you send a lot of the money back home to, you know, your Mm. native country. That's a great job. You know, that's not a rubbish job. That's a, you know, so it's all context and perspective. Um. So I don't know if I could say that anything is really like a bad job. It, it is a bad job if it's not fulfilling for you. That's do, the definition do, do, do of you a bad think, job.
0: Do you think then if it's not the job, it could very well be the company the systems, the workflows that the company are trying to get the staff to work to. And that that could be causing the problem. That could be making you unproductive because they're telling you to do it one way. And you're sat there thinking, I could do this much better if you just let me.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, a mismanaged company can lead to a lot of employee unhappiness and, um, and you know, just unproductive employees. And if you have unhappy employees they're not going to want to work for the betterment of the of the company mm. and that will just lead to you know mass unproduct you know yeah. m- just mass unproductivity is unproductivity a word unproductivity think, yeah. <laughs> it
0: is now it is now <laughs> um, so do you think some some companies just don't care whether the staff are particularly very happy or fulfilled they just don't care we just get a, get a new new person hmm hmm
1: Maybe. Yeah, I think there's probably some companies out there that don't care. I think it's becoming a little bit more uh, accepted to have, you know, an emphasis on company culture. Yeah. At least in America. I don't know about England if it's as, you know, in the kind of zeitgeist, but, um, you know, I do think that there is more of a push to have happy employees and to do, you know, all the things to, you know, support mindfulness and, and work life balance and, You know, what's coming to mind now is when Google started and they had, you know, the Google campus and they had all these cool like, you know, and I think that really might have started a little bit of a snowball effect for the rest of, you know, corporate to kind of catch up. Um, So I think it's becoming a lot more expected from employees looking for companies, like, what is your work-life balance, you know, approach? What is the culture like, like, am I a good fit as opposed to just what's the job and how much does it pay and, you know, how can I get to the, you know, how can I, you know, move up in the ladder? So I think there, there's a response from companies based on what employees are asking in interviews and um, what they're looking for during their job
0: search. I ask the same three questions to everybody who comes on the podcast. And the first question is, what is your number one productivity tip? If you had to give one little bit of advice to everybody, what would it be?
1: Mm, I think it would be to get good sleep. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I know for me, like, if I don't get enough sleep, I am not going to be productive or yeah. as productive as I as I could be if I were to get good sleep. So. I think it all starts there. <laughs> yeah, I'm and with then you. if you, yeah, if you don't get good sleep, I think you know my next tip would be just do the. I I forget what there's some like phrase like eat the frog first or something like that where it's yeah. like just do the big task first and then. At least you got that done and yeah. then kind of go from there. Yeah, so,
0: I yeah. do that myself. I, I do the one thing I really, really, really don't want to do first thing in the morning when I've got all the mm. energy levels there. Because if I, exactly. the, if I try and do that thing at four o'clock in the afternoon, I got no chance. I'll, I'll, oh, no, it'll, I'll leave it till tomorrow. And
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we, we kind of think that being happy and fulfilled in a job is important, right? How would you guide someone to find fulfilling work?
1: Hmm. Well, I think it all comes down to a your experience. So mm. look at what you have experienced in because you, you did invest a lot of time and energy and, and money, you know, in terms of education, <laughs> um, for that experience. So take that and look at what you're excited about and see where the overlap is. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, there will be more of an overlap than you think. And I think that's a great place to start. Yeah, to find fulfillment.
0: Yeah, you, ha- you have to be realistic, though, don't you? Because I want to be a a best-selling author. I want to be an influencer. I want to be a television presenter. Mm. Those sorts of things are uh, the, the vast majority of people who want to do that will never do it.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do think you know fi- figuring out. So I think what we're talking about on a larger scale your purpose, right? Like what is your purpose? And that's, it's a really big word. And I think if you boil it down, it really just comes to fulfillment. So let's take something like a really lofty goal. Like I want to be, you know, a massive influencer or Mm. a TV presenter or whatnot. That's fine. You can have that goal. Like that's Mm -hmm. fine. You know, have, I, I do believe in really big goals, but I believe in having a flexible goal. So Mm. I think a lot of it comes – a lot of disappointment will come from having this really lofty goal, which is great, but it doesn't take into account growth and life. So your goal when you get out of school at 18 before, you know, if you end up going to college, you go to college if you enter the workforce right away, your goal at 18 is going to be a lot different than your goal at, you know, 37 or 47 or even 27. So Yes. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, setting a goal, and I think that is where a lot of those those jobs that you were mentioning earlier, you know, doctors and lawyers, they're kind of on this path from when they're very young, you know, 18, yeah. you're still a kid, you know, to go through law school and or medical school, that's a lot of time when you're really young. So you have this dream about being this like, wonderful, amazing doctor, mm. and you go through that when you're really, really young. And I think a lot of the time people get to the pinnacle, you know, they, they achieve that goal and it's kind of that it's like rock stars do it too. You know, they're like, well, what now? You know, (laughs) like I did it, like, and all of a sudden I, and I think what we're not allowing for is our own expansion and growth and taking that into account when we're, when we're setting goals. So set the lofty goal but let it be flexible. You know, if you want to be that influencer or the other thing I said, um, TV presenter, you know, okay, that's fine. You can have that. Hmm. Work backwards. And maybe, you know, you try it out and you get some sponsorships or brand partnerships and you realize like, I don't really know if I like this you know I don't know if this is really what it is or you know go on a podcast see if you even like being in front of a mic you know you can start small and then if you do really like it cool like follow that and see if it brings you that sense of fulfillment because that I think in a word like that's really what purpose is it's just feeling fulfilled um and you know waking up with that sense of doing something that you know is going to make you, at the end of the day, feel like productive, you know, feel yeah. like you were productive for yourself and for, you know, the world.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that w- when you mentioned about the different, Different things, different stages of your life. They're like when, you, when you're sort of like 14 and you think, I want to be this. And when you're mm. 25, you might want to be something different. I, I know exactly what that means because when I was like 14, 15, I wanted to be a radio presenter. Now, like seven or eight years, it took me seven or eight years to actually accomplish that goal. And I got that gig eventually after doing a lot of crap jobs on my dad in the meantime, yeah. working to that. But then 15 years later, it was like, eh, you know, I've had enough of this now. <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, well, you said something really important too. So one, I th- I don't know if this is just something with every generation that every generation just kind of has to go through. Mm. But I do think, you know, when you're young, you kind of want to get there really quick. Like yes. you don't want to, you want to skip the steps, right? Yes. And there's no way, like it, 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 it's really not, Productive for yourself and for your development to skip those steps because you learn so much yes. on the way up, right? And it's great because on your way up, that's where you might find something else that really piques your interest and that you didn't even know existed, right? Yes. And I think that is another thing. There are so many jobs that we don't even know exist. Yes. So, how you know, so especially when we're kids and we're setting those goals, we're only exposed to, you know, the, the, those doctors, lawyers, like those kind of very um, archetype, archetypal, you know, um, jobs. So uh, there are so many different jobs within, you know, even just corporate America that you don't know about until you kind of yeah. are on that path. Yeah, yeah. So and that's what I mean by setting a flexible goal is that's cool if you want to be the TV presenter or radio presenter. But on that way up, you might find that, like, being a sound engineer is, like, really cool. And you also have some kind of natural talent toward Mm. it that you didn't – you wouldn't have even been, you know, looking for or been able to realize without that exposure. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I mean by, you know, allowing –
0: Yeah, I think you're right. It's the journey, isn't it? It's it's exploring things on the journey as you're getting somewhere. I think that's it. But my my son my my son wanted to be a weather presenter. You know, a weather TV weatherman oh, type yeah. of thing. Yeah, always wanted to do that and and, and worked through and did all the exams, did all the stuff that he did, including a PhD at the end. And he's now a climate change consultant and really enjoying mm, that. So he's doing yeah. something completely different to what he what he initially. But but he never knew that existed. That job existed when he was starting the journey, if that makes sense.
1: Right. And you don't know. And that's a wonderful example because you don't know what's going to happen in the world, right? Mm. So I don't know how old your son is, but you know, when I was growing up, I don't remember climate change being, you know, even suggested as a topic or anything. And now, of course, like we all have, uh, you know, study it and learn about it and do what we can to, you know, prevent, (laughs) you know, and and work towards, you know, helping that situation. But I, you know, if I had to guess, maybe your son didn't, maybe that wasn't even like a, you know, a hot topic Mm. when he decided to be a weather man. So you also by leaving that kind of space to explore, you also allow for um, you know, the changing world to present you with different options, right? Yeah. And by having that that flexibility and that that um, room, you're also allowing yourself to adapt a lot in a much easier way than if you had this very rigid you know, path that you kind of created yeah. for yourself. Um, and I always – I also like to think of it kind of like if you're getting pulled towards something, there's a reason for that. And if mm-hmm. something feels really, really forced, like it's just not – and that doesn't mean that, you know, effort isn't involved in success because it is. But if it's just like – if it feels forced, and I think we all kind of know that feeling where it's like this is just, you know, not really – fitting. You know, there. this is like a puzzle piece that is just like not – pay attention to that because I do think we – that's your intuition and I think it's so much wiser (laughs) than than our, you know, intellect. And if you can tune into that and really feel like, oh, this is really interesting and for whatever reason it keeps like coming up in my path, why don't I take a look at that and see, you know. There's no harm in – and you know reading a couple extra articles about something that kind of keeps yeah you know peeking its head up so yeah
0: the second question i ask everybody is um, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given now, it could be like a i don't know mentor's advice life advice something like that what has somebody said to you that's kind of stuck with you
1: hmm. i don't know if it's something anybody said but I, a couple of things come to mind. One, because this comes up like every day and <laughs> I don't know who at Nike came up with this, but that slogan, <laughs> just do it, yeah. is so good. And yeah. it honestly, it's like you can apply that and you can apply it to sports, you can apply it to business, you can apply yeah. it to your personal, like it's so good. And sometimes you really do just need to go do it to figure yeah. out if it's going to fit, if it's what you want to do. And so that has been really helpful. Um, and I think another one was when I started recruiting, so I was an executive recruiter before career coaching and executive coaching. And my dad was too talking about, you know, Mm. doing what our parents do. And, um, you know, I started working for him when I was still in college and kind of in and out and eventually, you know, worked for him full time for a long time. And I remember at the very beginning, and I was I was young, you know, I was in my early 20s, yeah. um, which I think is young. And <laughs> It is young. And, um, <laughs> and uh, I was like, you know, I don't know if I want to work for you because people are going to think it's just like a handout. You know, people aren't going to take me seriously. They're going to think I'm it's just because I'm your daughter that you wanted me to work for you. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, and I was really like, I didn't know how to deal with that, you know, and he has always had this great mindset of like can i swear on this is that you <laughs> can
0: yes yeah, please do
1: okay yeah like he was like well fuck them you know yeah. like who cares you know yeah. let them think that it doesn't yeah. matter you know all that matters is if you're good at what you do yeah. and eventually if you're good enough you know those opinions will fall to the wayside which brings me to another thing so i have like these three things that kind of always are going around in my head there's a steve martin quote that says be so good they can't ignore you and i have always loved that one too so yeah
0: yeah yeah i like that yeah i I think if i work with my daughter it would end up oh we're two alike you see i think
1: we are too and there were (laughs) (laughs) there were some interesting moments but (laughs) (laughs) i could imagine i could yeah
0: Um, yeah. So do you think planning a career is a good idea? Sort of like, so we've, we've kind of touched on it, I suppose, but like, kind of like sitting down and thinking to yourself, this is what I want to do in 10 years, 15 years. I want to be a CEO when I'm 40. I know I'm only 15, but I'm thinking about what I want to be doing when I'm 40 years old. Do you think we should be planning stuff out or just going with the flow and falling into a path? <laughs>
1: Mm, I think it's a balance of both. So Mm. I think that setting goals is amazing and can be very, very helpful in figuring out, you know, certain steps. And I also think it goes back to personality. So like my husband, the lawyer, he Mm. is very goal driven. Like if he doesn't have a goal, he's like, what am I doing? You know, Mm. and other people are, are happier, you know, kind of floating a little bit and finding their footing as they go. So I think it does come to a little bit of a personality um you know your where your personality kind of mm. lies right but in general i think goals are great you know i just think that you have to leave a little bit of room for and this is going to sound really cheesy but mm. you have to leave a little bit of room for magic right so yeah if you if you are really, really rigid in that goal, and I, I hear this a lot where it's like, Get crystal, crystal clear on your goal. And, you know, yes, mm. you can be very crystal clear in your goal, but the you also have to balance that out with with a little bit of flexibility and just leaving a little bit of room to allow that goal to be shifted based on what's happening in the world and what happens in your life, you know, because for example, kids, you know, I have two kids, you have hmm. kids, that is going to change your, that might completely change your goal, you yeah. know, from when you're oh, eight, yeah. 18. Yeah. Yeah. And let's say, like, you know, you're not thinking about that when you're 18. Maybe you are, but if you're not, and then you have kids, you realize, like, all, all of a sudden, everything is, you know, revolves around their well-being. And, you know, it's wonderful. Yeah. But that might completely change, you know, what, what that goal was of, you know being a CEO at 40, it might not, you might mm. still be able to figure it out. But I will say like when you have kids, there's just, you're not gonna be able to put as many hours in to your job as you did before. Because of course, you have. Yeah you have humans that rely on you. Right. Yes, so you anyway, yeah. so, <laughs> you know, and that's what I mean, like life just happens. So you have yeah. to be able to allow for that. And if you don't, then you miss life, you yeah. know, like yeah, yeah. you have to allow, you know, the point of it is to live and to enjoy, it sounds so cheesy, but it just, is to enjoy the journey, you know, yeah. it really is.
0: So do you think it's more important to kind of like pick the right topic area, the right subject, the right interest area to get involved in and that you you might have different jobs within that area throughout your life? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Is that more important than the job?
1: I think so. I think it's real. Like, I think everybody, as they go through school, and that's why school is so great. Mm. And, you know, you, you... do get a sense of where your natural skills are right so if you're a science person and you're always you've always been getting really great grades in science then that's a great indication of like what you know route to go down so it wouldn't make sense if you're gonna if you're in all these like elevated classes in science and then all of a sudden you want to go you know write for a newspaper okay maybe it's writing in, in the, in a science, yeah, you know, yeah, for yeah, a science yeah. newspaper or, you know, so there, the yes, I think that there are certain things that everybody has a natural inclination towards and exploring all of the possibilities within those kind of natural skills, that's like where you find the excitement because the more, I think the more options you have, the more opportunities you give yourself to be excited.
0: The final question I ask everybody is: um, What's your secret procrastination? Your favorite waste of time? Everybody wastes time. They do something which, and, you know, you're meant to be working, but you're really doing this. What, what, are you, <laughs> what, what do you do?
1: Oh my god! Um, probably. Oh, this is going to sound bad, but probably just being on Instagram (laughs) and also looking at houses on Zillow in random areas.
0: (laughs) I do the house thing.
1: It's like so bad. I think like I'll save something and it will pop up on my, like my husband and I have, I don't know if we have a shared, I don't know how how he even knows, but he'll come home and be like why are you saving a house in like Oregon and i'm like i don't know i like i've never even been there you know but like like it's really pretty and there's these trees or you know looking at um you know houses we were talking offline a little bit like i love england and yeah. i think in a past life i definitely Live there, and so I I look a lot at um, <laughs> random houses in the English countryside.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do the same. Yeah. I, 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 I do exactly the same. I I just browse around the area I live, and I think to myself, Oh, that's nice. I mean, forget it, it's yeah. like three and a half million pounds or something, and like way. Oh out yeah, of it. it's like wow, that's nice though. And like, it's a total waste of time, really, isn't it?
1: I don't know if it is. I like to think that it's you know. <laughs> It's like creating your reality, you know, and the more (laughs) I, yeah, I don't know. I don't like to think of it as a waste of time. So (laughs) just to to make myself feel better. (laughs) It's research.
0: So the final question, right. They say, they say, everybody says we should always do a job you love. Don't do the job unless you really love it. All this sort of thing. I remember that being some advice to my daughter when she was at college, when she was like, mm. I don't know, 17, 18, they had somebody come in and say, make sure that whatever job you do, make sure that you love the job. And I'm thinking this is ridiculous because, like, you know, you, you're going to hate jobs. There's going to be jobs during your life you hate. Mm-hmm. So so should we love the job we do? Or is it OK to be doing a crap job and just taking the money and running, especially if the money's good?
1: mm well, first of all, you're never taking money. You're earning the money. Well, yes, you are, so- aren't you? Yes, yes, you are, aren't you? Yeah, you're So right. whatever job you have, like, you are, like, you are giving them a service and they are paying you for yes. it. So I think it's a little bit about knowing your worth, right? So there's that. I think also that is a great, um, I don't know what you would call it, like, little tagline for people to say, like, love the job. You have to love your job. but. I think, yes, on a broad scale, yes, you should love your job. Hmm. However, I think that it gets sticky because people assume that means that you're going to love every single aspect of every single day of that Hmm. job and it's never going to be hard and it's never going to be annoying. You know, you're never going to have a coworker that you're just like, why? Um, So (laughs) I think, generally speaking, Yes, you should love the job, you should love the, you know, the industry and what you're there to do. But I think you also have to know that there are going to be things within that job that you don't like to do. Like I love what I do, but there are certainly things, like I am, for instance, we were talking about influencers, like I am not, a like I... Social media, the whole algorithm, mm. like I'm like, what? Like I thought this was just supposed to be like a fun thing, and now it turned yeah. into like it's like a market. It's like the biggest marketing, you know. Yes. And so that for me, I'm like, whoa, like you know, that's not something that I necessarily, uh, you know, have. Um, yeah, I'm not going to do it in my spare time. Let's sure. just say, <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm not yeah, going, to, yeah. um, other than like looking at funny videos, but yeah. Um, You know, so there are just certain aspects to every single job that are going to be annoying, that are going to Mm. just, you're not going to want to do. And it's more about, I think it's more about why you're, why you initially picked that job Mm. and where, what it means in the long term. So is it doing something to help you, A, create a sense of fulfillment on the day-to-day basis and on a year-to-year basis, right? And is it also um, situated in a way that it will help you reach the next level, whatever that yeah. means to you? Yeah. You know, so yeah. I think it it
0: yeah. Yeah. The the reason I asked the question was that I spoke to somebody at the weekend and I know two people, specifically two people, who genuinely hate their jobs and both of them Mm. it's their own business and they hate Mm. their own businesses they despise it they absolutely hate their jobs but you know what the money is great and -hmm. I was having a conversation at the weekend and 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 he turned around to me and said well why don't you do something because I've been offered jobs before and I've turned them down good money Mm -hmm. but I've turned them down because I think to myself I would actually hate my life doing this job but yeah. they, they can just do it. They can just wake up in the morning and do something they hate all day long. Almost yeah. to the point of despising the job. Do you know what I mean? I do. But, yeah. but the money is freaking amazing. So you just do it. Do, do you think you need you need to be a special type of person to be like that?
1: <laughs> yes, I do. And I think... It comes, I think that's where values come in. Mm. So I think if you are, if you can do that, if you can go through every day just absolutely hating the job, but you're making a ridiculous amount of money <laughs> yes. that will then allow you to take these amazing vacations or whatever yeah. the, Whatever you do with that money makes up and kind of, you know, balances out that dis- despair, <laughs> Yeah. then maybe it's worth it for that person for me i am you know that's just not yeah. you know i have had a job you know that i was just like i can't do this Like yeah, i can't yeah, do this every yeah. day and it was good money you know but um so yeah i do think it depends on on the person but like i said i think that's also you know where um where personality comes in again yes and i also think it's where balance comes and i think a lot of it has to do with like personality and balance so you know, and your threshold. Some people just have a higher threshold for, um, you know, working in a job that they don't like. Yeah. And also, you know, values. Some people yeah. don't care about money. They don't care if they're yeah. making that much money, yeah, so yeah, long as yeah. they love what they're doing every day. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. No, I've got, I've um, got but got it fr- gets really complicated. Yeah,
0: I, I've got a couple of friends who are actors, and they don't make a lot of money. They struggle quite quite a lot, but absolutely love the job.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yep. I have yeah. a lot of actor friends yeah. too, and yeah, it's to say, yeah. yeah. and yeah. so I think it just comes, and I think it gets complicated when you know um, you have when you end up in financial despair, yes. you know, and that's kind of where it ends up getting, yeah. you know, yeah. where the friction happens. Yeah. But but um, but that's interesting that you have friends that uh. Oh have their own businesses and don't like them.
0: <laughs> absolutely hate them. Yeah, absolutely Interesting. absolutely cannot stand them, but love the brand spanking new big four wheel drive BMW or there Mercedes every twelve months. Loves the holidays abroad, you know, month off in Japan or something whenever you want and loves that. Loves the big yeah. house. Loves yeah. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't do it, not for me, <laughs> um, yeah,
1: but you know for some people, that's what it is, you know yeah, it's, it uh, is, yeah,
0: it's, absolutely, yeah. yeah, 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 Courtney, it has been fascinating chatting to you. um, where can we find you? Where's your Instagram as well? you got to tell us where your Instagram and your podcast as well. Tell us where we can find you,
1: yes, yeah, thank you no i've I've loved this, John. This has been great, um, so my Instagram is just my name at Courtney Austin page. And my website, you can go on, is www.resume-careers.com, and my podcast is Resume as well, and it is R-E colon S-U-M-E, it's a little play on the word resume, and um, that is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also just search my name, Courtney Page, and it will come up. So yeah, and we drop episodes every Wednesday.
0: Fantastic. What I'll do, I'll stick some links in the show notes and folks can just tap on those and get to those. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, Courtney, thanks ever so much for your time. Really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks again to Courtney for a time. Don't forget to check out all the links in the show notes. Give them a quick tap. Uh, If you've enjoyed the episode, subscribe for more Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favourite podcast player. Uh, Just search for the Triple T Productivity Podcast.